Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Over the next few weeks, we're going to have a, enter into a sermon series we're thinking about called Entrusted. Entrusted. We want to think about the things that God has entrusted to us. And God has entrusted to us lots of things. As individuals, uh, God entrusts to you many things. As a church, God has entrusted to us uh, many things. Entrust them to us, not just for us to enjoy, but so that we can uh, be a gift to others. So I want us to take just a little bit of time just to think right now, what are some of those things that God has entrusted to you? Some of the gifts that God has given to you, has given to Timothy. You know, think about the, the good things, the positive things in your life. Think about things that maybe that you have that someone else doesn't have. It could be something as simple as saying, if your eyes work, and you have to look at this face, (laughs) you can give thanks, (laughs) because not everyone can. If you have ears that can hear, give thanks, because not everyone can hear. If you have legs that can get you up and walk around, give thanks, not everyone can. If you have a place to lay your head, if you have food to eat, to give thanks, give thanks. Because those things are given to us by God. If you're going to school and you're learning, you still can give thanks, even though there's schoolwork to do, still give thanks. Not everyone has those opportunities. We live here in in this country where there are many great freedoms that we can enjoy. Give thanks. Give thanks. Because not everyone has the same freedoms that we do. And the basis for these gifts, the basis for them, the thing that makes Uh, All of these gifts worth even talking about and thinking about is this, the the basis of it is the the greatest gift that we have. The great gift that we have is the gift of a life with God. And so if you know Jesus, even if you just know him a little bit, you can give thanks. Uh, If you've known, never not known Jesus, (laughs) give thanks. Give thanks. Because not everyone does. Not everyone does. If you're coming to the Lord's Supper today to to come and receive his very body and blood given for you, to strengthen you in your faith, to remind you once again that you are forgiven, to to build us together as a community in faith, give thanks. Not everyone has that faith. Give thanks. You've been entrusted with many things, many things. And now you might ask, well, what is the reason why I have these things when others don't. Because not everyone has the things that you have. Is it that you won some contest? Is it that you earned it in some other life? And that this is a reward for good behavior? Well, no. (laughs) No. It's not by whim. It is not by chance. These are all gifts. Gifts given to you from God. St. James says that whatever is good and perfect, every good and perfect gift, it comes to us from heaven, from our our Father, who doesn't cast a a changing shadow. That is, that God is the same. He's always the same, and God is always giving out gifts. And so whatever is good has come to us by our Father. And the most perfect and greatest gift we have is this eternal gospel. Now, to say that it comes from God doesn't mean that it doesn't also come by other things and other means. And so, yeah, you worked hard. 
You built a business up? Great, you worked hard. You, you have learned a lot. You've gone on and received degree after degree. Great, good. But that you would not have had that same, even if you worked that hard, if you lived in another place, you wouldn't have had the same opportunities. And all the hard work in the world would have got you nothing. You wouldn't have had the same opportunities. And so we say, I give thanks that God has given me these. These gifts would not come to us if it were not for God working in our lives. The world, we sang, you know, the mighty fortress. You know, it sings about that the, that the world is filled with all these other powers that want to come and kill, steal, and destroy. Right? That's what the devil wants to do. He wants to quench out anything good and to keep it all in the darkness. And so if it were not for God breaking through into this world to bring you his gifts, we would have nothing. And so anytime there's anything good, anything that is uh, holy and perfect, anything worth praising anyone about, giving thanks about, it's because God showed up. It's because God showed up in your life. And so even if you just have an inkling of faith, we give thanks because God is showing up and bringing that, enlightening our hearts with his faith in him. We give thanks because God shows up in our life. He breaks through the darkness with the light of the gospel. These gifts, this gift of the gospel, it has been entrusted to us. Every gift has been entrusted to you. I like that word entrusted, entrusted. It means that, uh, that you have been given a trust, given a responsibility. Something has been handed over to you for care and responsibility. So we might think you have been entrusted with every good and perfect gift from our Father in heaven. And so you've been entrusted with your, your daily life. You've been entrusted with your eternal life. You've been entrusted with that for a purpose. God does not give you these things just so you can sit on it and enjoy it just to yourself. He gives it to you for his care and for his responsibility, the way that you would handle it, so that you could invest it in someone else. It's a hard thing for us as Americans as in America to, to get our mind around that because we're so enculturated with this idea that, that, I, that this is my life and I make of it what I want and it's my choices, my decisions, that life is about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And while that is true in a uh, legal sense, a legal way, uh, it is false when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to the way things really are, to the way uh, that it is with God. Because the truth is, is that your life is not your own. My life is not my own. That our life has been entrusted to us by God. And Jesus says that if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And so the truth, we might say another way of saying the truth is what is reality? What's the way things really are? And the reality is, is this, is 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 that there are a lot of things that keep us down. And there are a lot of things that keep our vision small. And at best, keep it just little, little. So the truth, the truth is, is this. The reality is this, is that everything is God's. Everything is God's and it's all been given to you. It's a gift. Entrusted. That it's been entrusted to you to give to another. That God is eternally generous 
extraordinarily generous so that you could live then for someone else. And that all comes out of the first and greatest gift is that you have this life with God. And that you've been given that, entrusted to you, so that you could give it to somebody else. So that you could give it to your girlfriend. Or you could give it to your kids. You could give it to your grandpa and grandma. You could give it to your teacher. You could give it to your uh, co-workers and neighbors. That's been given to you so you could just give it to somebody else. You were made in the image of a self-giving God. Uh, And the more that we reflect that self-giving love of God, uh, the more that we have the capacity then to uh, be self-giving. And reflect that image. And the more that we will enter into the joy of our Father. And the image of God we get is this. We see it's, it's in Jesus. And Jesus who was like this. You know, he did not cling to his own things. And his own place. And his own blessed state. He did not sit on his love. He didn't sit on his joy as something to hold for himself. Instead he gave it away. He gave it out. He gave it to me. And he gave it to you. You were made in that image, that image of God, made not to cling to it, not, made not to play it safe. We are met, meant to be maybe somewhat risky for a self-giving love. The truth is this, the reality is this, this, that the real state of affairs in this world is that you are connected to God through his Son, and that God has welcomed all people to be fully forgiven because of this generous gift of God. And as we live by this promise, we will know truth. And we will know this reality. Over the next few weeks, we're going to have is, uh, we're going to hear about the stories of some people. Uh, today, Barb is going to give us her, a little bit of her story. Uh, you know, we, other churches might call it a testimony. I don't know if we're comfortable with that word, but take it for what it is. <laughs> All right. But she's going to talk about, that's why we didn't have the creed today, uh, is, is to hear, this is how Barb has t- taken all of these things in. How has she heard it? How is she living out and reflecting upon this generous gift that's been given to her? And as she has experienced it through the ministry of Timothy. Uh, and hope that this might be an encouragement for us all then to think, well, I might not be able to stand up in front of a crowd and to do it. That's not what we're asking anyone to do. (laughs) Um, That's not always so easy. But to think, this is a way I can reflect upon how God is in my life. How has God been generous to you? And especially through the generous generosity of the gospel. And so that you can reflect upon it, and then you can be able to share that with someone else and to be able to give that gift to another. Everyone's been entrusted with many gifts. Gifts not just for us to use, but for us to give. And it's hard, and it's hard. When the world says, you know, this is my life. Right? It's my life, you know, it's now or never kind of my life. But Jesus says, no, it's to, to find your life means to lose it. To lose it. You know, to give it away. It doesn't mean that we don't have boundaries, that we shouldn't take care of ourselves, and that we shouldn't uh, you know, cherish our life. But to begin to see that the purpose of my life is to be able to give it to someone else. And it's in that that we find the joy of our Father. 
And so it's different for everyone. That's why we're just going to hear a little bit of Barb's story. And so you'll see how, how is she thinking this out. Right? You get to hear about a lot about how I think some of these things through. But you'll get to see how she's reflecting on her own life. Okay? And everyone's different. And so think about where you are in your life. And what has God given to you and the places that God has put you. And so that you can begin to see that too. So that you can see the truth. And that would set you free. Free to use what has been entrusted to you. I think it's fitting for us to begin this thought uh, on Reformation, uh, the Reformation celebration, our yearly remembrance of that. Because, see, the Reformation, I'm no, I'm no Reformation scholar by any means. I'll leave that to Dr. Herman here uh, to tell me more. But as I think about it, I think the Reformation is, was, uh, it's about seeing truth, about seeing things the way they really are, not the way that we might want to see them, but see, what has God really said? What has God really said? And uh, to see the way it really is, and that we could see it all as gracious gift. Gracious gift, this eternal gospel, a gracious gift given to us, that you've been entrusted with it to give it to someone else. In his name we pray. Amen. So now I'll invite uh, Bart, if you want to come up, and, uh, and uh, to share a little bit of your story. When Pastor Dinger asked me to talk to you about my faith, life here at Timothy, I thought, okay, I think I can do this. Then I thought and I prayed and I started writing. And with great help from my husband, this is what, because he revamps my words, because I get kind of lengthy. Um, so I started thinking back over the 18 years. Our son Joshua was in a combined Lutheran schools band program and this faith starts here at Timothy when Matt Nielsen sat next to Joshua because they both played the trombone. And they, he started talking to Joshua about Timothy Church. Matt told us all about the love of Jesus, friendliness of this church, and this was his church home. So I came to see this place for myself. Well, Timothy opened their arms. And they really welcomed us here. I am very, very thankful. It is a place of love, kindness, courage, stamina. We're all welcomed here to learn more about Jesus and his, his grace. We learned it through Stephen Ministry. Thank you, Nanette. <laughs> and Bible studies and prayer groups and services and preachings of the word. We enjoyed sharing in craft fairs and choirs and dinners for eight celebrations of all kinds. We accepted the opportunity to become a part of the food pantry, the church library, Advent by Candlelight, and much, much more. And my husband put an addendum on here. Don't forget December 7th, the Christmas market, he says. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and there are so many, many more stories that have played out over these years. But the real one is that Jesus loves me and he loves each one of you. And we are so blessed to be here, and I thank you. And my Bible passage was John 3.16, and it happened to be my daddy's. So thank you very much.